Finding Balance, published on January 31st, 2023. I spent 2022 learning self-care after realizing I never actually given myself self-care before. I think this maybe actually could have even been considered a fawning, a trauma response. I have dedicated my life to the service of others, focusing on their mental well-being and empowering them to navigate and succeed in their own chronic illnesses. I was so focused on how to help others professionally and personally for the last 13 years that I never stopped to think about what I need. Prior to entering the workforce, my life focused on my share of survival since the age of nine. There wasn't time to think about self-care. My body was just trying to live to the next day and my mind was just trying not to break in the process. Now that I've learned self-care, I find myself experiencing great moments. But they're so great that I forget to maintain self-care resulting in a backslide. And not just a mental or emotional backslide, but also a physical one. My physical health and mental health are so closely intertwined that if I don't feel decently, terribly well physically, my mental health plummets. It may only last a day or may last weeks to months. It took most of 2022 for me to finally identify the cycle and its root cause. I feel decent physically and I'm content emotionally. I overindulge in activity and stop focusing on self-care. I start to have increased physical symptoms. I start to get depressed and then they feed off one another. It isn't until I decrease my activity and heavily focus on my self-care again that I'm able to start to stabilize once again. And then the cycle continues. I identified the cycle and its source early in December, 2022 and then stayed in a frozen state for a few weeks, terrified to resume activity because I don't know yet how to balance my self-care and my activity without spiraling again. And so I was left being frozen with fear and feeling overwhelmed. When trying to stop a spiral, I don't do anything beyond working as regular and, and I only engage in a small activity once during the weekend. There's so much that I want to do, so much that I enjoy, but something must give, must change. I knew I needed to evaluate and prioritize my activities to identify a working plan to maintain self-care and prevent continued cycling. The difficulty lied in finally sitting down to do just that. With the continued encouragement from my counselors for a couple weeks, I finally allowed time for reflection and evaluation. I decided to maintain self-care. I will do the following. Stop trying to do so much because it is wearing myself thin. Weekend activities will be limited to either A, one full day of activity, or B, at most, half a day of activity either on one weekend day or both weekend days. The rest of the weekend time I will dedicate to either resting or my rare disease advocacy, depending on what I feel able to do at the time. I will no longer push myself for rare disease advocacy on weeknights and will only engage in advocacy efforts during these times if I feel up to it. I will take at least one day off work every month for myself, even if it is only spent resting at home. I will continue EMDR therapy on a weekly basis and adjust my cognitive behavioral therapy counseling sessions as needed. I will increase my antidepressant medication when needed, which was approved by my primary care doctor. This plan, I believe, will help take some of the pressure that I place on myself to engage in activities and advocacy efforts on a near constant basis and instead allow me to benefit from recovery periods for longevity. And as much as I want to do these things when I'm feeling well enough 
to instead of setting limits on myself, I'm going to have to respect these new boundaries for my well-being. I'm going to have to accept that I won't be able to complete as many things as I normally have in the past. I'm going to have to learn to stop pushing myself past my limits and to stop judging myself for not accomplishing as much as I would like in a given period. This part of self-care though, setting and respecting boundaries, being kinder and more allowing with oneself. As you may have noticed, I haven't been creating a lot of new content, whether articles or YouTube videos. These are both things that I will continue to do and want to do. However, the schedule will likely be sparser than what it typically has been in the past. I will continue to post nearly daily on Lights Apollo Facebook, regularly on Instagram and TikTok as well. I'm also remaining active in the FAP Facebook groups and One Cancer Place and completing guest articles and podcast interviews when I'm able. I would like to start regular Twitch streams, but have not yet done so. So, while I may appear less visible in some ways, I have no intention to stop Lysa Polyp or any of my other rare disease advocacy efforts. I'm just learning how to balance it all. I will remain here and available. Our FAP and short bowel syndrome communities mean the world to me, and I have big things planned for this year as well as ways of fundraising for the Nord FAP Research Fund so that we may finally fully fund it. If you're struggling with balance as well, I encourage you to take a take a well-deserved moment to give yourself the time you deserve for self-care so that you may achieve a greater balance.